the Road America app. You can listen live to the Track White PA broadcast with real-time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to RoadAmerica.com. Welcome back in the Bill Michaels Show. Good day. Good day. Here we go. Here's the love defenders. Bill, what did you see that would make you think that Jordan Love is not going to be a great quarterback for the Green Bay Packers? He looked fantastic against the Philadelphia Eagles. Did you not see that? Had there been 10 more minutes on the clock, the Packers might have even won that game, and Jordan Love would have been the one to bring them back. He is going to be great, and you're just in denial. Little Quipper over on Twitter has his undies in a bunch. (laughs) That is from Jeff. Jeff, uh, if that's the only thing you've seen, then I can understand your mentality. But if you haven't been paying attention from the day he was drafted till we sit here today, and you're just like in one of these denial states, or you are in the forever green and gold fantasy world, or maybe you're sitting there with a bag of Funyuns and a five-mask skull bong. I don't know. But I don't know what makes you believe that he is going to be great. Great is a word that is saved for greats. Not saved for above average or just better than mediocrity. The word great is thrown around far too often. Great is Tom Brady. Great is Joe Montana. You know, you start looking at those, those players, you know, Great is Mean Joe Green. Great is Charles Haley. Great was Reggie White. You want to throw the word great around. Great. Jordan Love is going to be great. Great? As in greatness? As in yellow jacket great? Or just great for your ego or just great for entertainment or what? But the word great. Hmm. Uh, Thomas said, who had more talent on offense last year, L.A. or Green Bay? Who went the extra mile to get the extra weapon? Oh, L.A. did. L.A. did, without a doubt. L.A. sold their soul to the devil to say, we're going to go ahead and go all in at all costs because we just want to get a championship. And they did it, and it worked. And now they're in the shape they're in because of that. But I'll tell you this, don't tell me for a minute that anybody in L.A. would, would trade places. You, you know, if you can go all in in a, in a league that's very difficult to win and you say, hey, we'll take a couple of down years if we can get ourselves a championship, you better believe you're going to get yourself that championship. You better believe it. You had better believe it. Do that in a heartbeat. Without a doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from Stanley who says, please, for the love of God, give my Marquette Golden Eagles some love. They got a, they got another win last night. They stand atop the Big East all by themselves, in case you didn't know. Marquette with another win at the Fiserv Forum. That's where teams are going to die. The Fiserv has been uh, the fortress. You know, I go back to when they used to call the old Bradley Center back during the run with George Carl and the gang, the fortress on 4th Street. 
Uh, that's been that, that's been pretty much it for the uh, for the Marquette Golden Eagles. Oh yeah, ten and two in conference, eighteen and five overall. They won again last night, and uh, they are sitting at fourteenth uh, right now in the country. You've got the, the Xavier Musketeers uh, out of Cincinnati uh, in the Big East top spot as well, tied with Marquette. Uh, Providence right behind them, followed by Creighton, Seton Hall, and UConn. UConn number twenty four in the country. But uh, Marquette, you are 100% correct, and kudos to Shaka Smart and the gang because uh, I'll tell you what, a buddy of mine, his daughter goes to Marquette, and she's a junior uh, at Marquette. She's uh, going for uh, dental. And um, I I was talking to her, and uh, he had came over to uh, Fox's last night when I was setting up just to say hi uh, with his daughter, and they came over to get a bite to eat, and I just said, hey, what's it like on campus right now? And she said, you know, uh, last couple of years it was like, eh, it really wasn't a whole lot. You know, this year they're all back. I mean, like, everybody's got that fever. Like, campus is buzzing again. She said everybody's buying in. Everybody is is really excited. Now, you know, some of them, the more academia-led, you know, enthusiastic people, not necessarily into college hoops the way many are. Uh, it tends to be the younger you are, the more you get into it and immerse yourself in the college experience. But she said, yeah, even even some of the uh, the upperclassmen are, are into it. Now, they're going to games. They're getting their student tickets. Yeah. The student section has grown. They're excited. So, uh, Stanley, hey, give it up, you know. Give it up. Marquette basketball, man. Kicking ass right now. Good for them. Fantastic. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, by all means. And you know what? I would be remiss if I did not mention uh, UWM, the Milwaukee Panthers, right now. Look at what they're doing. 9-3. and three. They're atop their conference. 15-7 and seven overall. Um, they got a better, better record than uh, Northern Kentucky, NKU, and the Norse over there. Uh, also, they're tied with Youngstown State and Cleveland State. All four of those teams, if I'm not mistaken, uh, tied 9-3, and three in their, they're, they're kind of tied for the top spot. But 15-7 uh, and seven overall puts Milwaukee in the driver's seat with a 682 winning percentage. And uh, they just won again the other day. So, you know, both teams right now in the city of Milwaukee playing some good basketball. Good stuff. So I uh, give kudos. And you'd like to see, you know, out of the Big Ten, you'd like to see, um, you know, great guards guys, you know, a little bit better. Four and six right now in the Big Ten, 12 and eight. They got off to a fast start. Uh, they're trying to snap the losing streak. They've lost three in a row. Lost three in a row, and you'd like to see them snap the losing streak and kind of get themselves on the rise. They're on the outside looking into the bubble right now, according to many of the prognosticators for the uh, for the tournament. But you get a couple of wins down the stretch, you get into the tournament, you get you know get into the Big Ten tournament, you get a couple of wins, and who knows what can happen, you know. But uh, right now, I mean, Purdue, this is it's kind of a down year for the Big Ten, if you want to call it that. Purdue, by far, you know, number one in the country. Uh, they're just they're just beating up on people. Uh, they're eleven and one in the Big Ten and twenty two and one, uh, I believe overall, if I'm not mistaken. If I saw that this morning, but but it's uh. A little bit of a down year. We kind of expected that for basketball, but they got off to such a fast start, it kind of raised the expectations and hopes. So hopefully they kind of turn it around here before the season comes to an end. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Mike listening to, to us in Eau Claire. Mike, how you doing today, man? What's up? Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. You uh, bet. I, I agree with you totally that uh, they will not make the playoffs if love starts next year. is just too difficult go from a non-starter to starting a full season and make it, plus the fact that they would lose some veterans on the offense in order to make that happen. 
Um, I, I just really think if he comes back, it's going to be a matter of if Gutekunst wants to be known for letting Aaron Rodgers retire there or if he can't turn down the draft capital he's going to get to come back right. to let him go. To yeah, I would agree. By the way, let me just say this real quick. Um, for, for the teams that are in the, the po- in the Super Bowl right now, Philadelphia now in the postseason, number one defense, Kansas City number five. So you're talking about teams that, defensively speaking, are really good. And even if you go to the regular season, you know, Philadelphia was number two this year, overall performance, defensively speaking. Kansas City, a little bit farther down the list, as we know, because they got up to such a horrific start, but they still ended up at number 12. They don't have a horrible defense. So just an FYI, you just have to have good defense, too, if you're going to go to a Super Bowl and you're going to get deep. Packers were nowhere near close to that. So please continue. But I wanted to make sure that people understood it. It's not just quarterback play. If you don't have the other side of the ball, you're screwed. So go ahead and continue. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think the Packers would be lucky if they're top five, and that's if they can bring back most of their veterans and improve. And with that young of a quarterback or inexperienced of a quarterback, you're probably not going to have a good enough takeaway ratio to get you any farther yeah no I, i'd agree with that if you don't have the enough personnel around and remember Favre doesn't win it without reggie white rogers doesn't win it without charles woodson and the talent around woodson you know can can you I appreciate the phone call can you honestly sit here today and go what you had in the secondary with charles woodson defensive player of the year you had uh you know um numerous you had um nick collins who was back there he was fantastic. Tremont Williams back there. Sam Shields, the young Sam Shields. You had Now, your linebacker play was beat up, okay, admittedly. The only guy that was the mainstay was A.J. Hawk, who had his best season as a football player in the NFL. Then you had Clay Matthews coming off the edge. You had a big rotation of guys with C.J. Wilson, B.J. Raji, uh, Pickett. You had um, uh, Howard Green, Cullen Jenkins. You had those guys coming, man. You had a hell of a roundup of guys. You had, you were decimated in the linebacking core. I agree with that because you went through six starters that year and backups to backups, okay? You, you, the guys like Brady Papinga and Frank Zombo and everybody, they were all going down. Everybody was banged up. But then you had offensively to, to complement that, you had Driver, you had Jones, you had Jennings, you had Jermichael Finley. You had guys, man, and you had good running back play. Even those, even those Starks had to come in uh, because you had injuries. Starks had the, the best spurt of his career ever as the running back for the Green Bay Packers. He, what, he was amazing in Philadelphia. Amazing in Philadelphia. Rodgers was like a surgeon going through the Atlanta Falcons down in Atlanta. And then played okay, not great, but, you know, the defense stepped up and they had a defense that said, let's go and win that game in Chicago and ultimately did the same thing against the Steelers. And Rodgers hit some big plays. Jennings had some big grabs. They had some touchdowns and such. And they go off and win a championship over the, a really good Pittsburgh Steelers team. So if you look and say, oh, yeah, this team compares to that team, I think you're smoking rope. You need some more players. So to look at it and go, Rodgers can't get it done, I honestly, I think it's a failure systematic, systemically. You know, there's been – they've had some guys. They've had to let them go. They had to cut it. But it all goes back to how much money you're going to pay the quarterback. How much money are you going to pay certain players? You're paying everybody a lot of money right now. You're paying Kenny Clark. You're paying Bakhtiari. You're paying Elton Jenkins. You start going through a list of guys that's getting paid. You're paying Jair, top corner in the league. You're paying Rodgers on top of that. You know? Eventually, you were you were paying Devontae. You, you, you were going to. You you had to start cutting bait. You know, is this, is this team different if Devontae's still here? If they paid both Rodgers and Devontae? Is this team different? I think so. But I still don't think they're in a Super Bowl. I just don't think they had enough defensively. And I think 
you know, unless he change, changes philosophically, I don't think they have a defensive coordinator who's going to be aggressive enough and do the right things and, and get guys to buy in and put players in the right place at the right time to make the right plays to be successful. It's not just that easy to go, that guy. Now, if you've got a team and all of that, but you don't have a quarterback, you can say, this guy can put us over the top. But if you have just a quarterback and say, go win us a championship, can't do it alone. Can't do it alone. Can't do it alone. 877-867-1670. Hit us up, 877-867-1670. Uh, let's go back to it. John, listening to us in Osseo. John, how you doing, man? What's up? I'm doing good, Bill. Hey, I was out on Spot Rack um, NFL, where mm-hmm. it tracks the salary cap and everything. Yeah. And I came to the conclusion, whoever gave Aaron Rodgers that contract is an idiot, and he's not going anywhere. He'll be in Green Bay playing next year because they would have to eat too much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's And looking at the Jets, they're $2 million over the cap. They can't bring him in. Right. Uh, and finally, the defensive coordinator needs to go when – Eight of the top 11 players paid on the Packers are defensive players, and they still have a mediocre defense. Um, That's all I wanted to say, Bill. Okay. No, appreciate it, man. Thanks. He drops off. Yeah, if you look at both over the cap and uh, and sport track, both of those have the Packers roughly – 16 to 17 million dollars over the cap right now not a lot of room to go and the question you know and david brings up a good point he said so when then what's the point of having rogers and paying him the big ass money it's football or it's foolish he says well remember again rogers said no matter what happens whether he's here or goes somewhere else he's got to adjust that number that number is not going to be the number that'll happen so when he decides that you know hey it's time i'm going to go ahead and make my you know, make my uh, make my proclamation that I'm coming back, and that's when they redo that cap. Things begin to change. They, you know, obviously there's going to be some guys that probably don't come back, or they'll redo some contracts because they're going to have to redo them anyway. I mean, even if you lose Rodgers, you know, and you gain 20 million, you're only three million over the cap or under the cap. You still got to redo some contracts to get under because you need at least seven to ten million, eight million, nine million just to get your rookies in. So you, there's already adjustment that has to happen. So that'll all happen eventually. 877-867-1670. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. Got a couple of uh, phone calls we want to get to, and we're going to get more off the Bud Light live stream. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And at Pella right now, uh, you're looking outside, and you know what? It could be scenic, nice snow, nice snowfall, bright white, all that kind of stuff. People love that kind of stuff. Then come the summer months, and you want to open the windows, and you want to let the outside in, and it's even more beautiful. Oh, yeah. Well, now, all the way through February 28th, you can do it for a lot less. Right now, you can even take off more or take advantage of 0% interest for 48 months when you lock in your price right now. All the way through the end of the month. That's how long this offer lasts. Bring the level Wisconsin's outdoors in, my friends. And if you're like me and you're looking at your doors and your windows and you say, you know what, it's just time. They they leak. I can feel the cold air. Man, it's been really cold at night in that particular room. Or you're putting plastic around them. Whatever. Get them changed. Now's the time. And you can do it. And you can do it uh, interest-free for 48 months. Uh, You can change the interior, the exterior. You can go with slider, slider windows. 
crank windows, roll screens in between the glass so you don't even have to hang blinds anymore. I mean, whatever it is you want to do, you can do. That's from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855-PELLA-WI. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Moto Fest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com. Right here in our own backyard in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, looking for good people to join their production slash cooler and distribution teams. Uh, they're right now they're hiring Class A CDL drivers. Uh, they need production people, cooler employees, maintenance technicians, starting at twenty three bucks an hour and going up with good benefits. And they have sign on bonuses that are being offered right now for certain positions. Uh, you can't go wrong. Kemp's is the largest milk producer in the state of Wisconsin. And uh, they're owned by the farmers and families and such. And everybody loves them. Good stuff. Uh, and they're, they're big into philanthropic, uh, de, you know, desires. 10000 bucks went to the Sockville Food Pantry alone. And they do a lot of good stuff. Uh, so uh, our friends at Kemp's looking for good people right now. Kemp's. For the opportunities, go to Kemp's.com. K-E-M-P-S. Kemp's.com. And at the bottom of the page, click on careers and uh, you can get it all signed up and good to go. But if you're looking for a career, if you're looking for a good company, if you're looking to be local, that's our friends at Kemp's. K E M P S. Kemp's for opportunities. Go to Kemp's.com. Bottom of the page where it says careers, click it. Click it. You're good to go. That's Kemp's.com. Um, <clears throat> 18, uh, let me see. 877 867 Got some emails that I want to get to as well as people continue to chime in. Um, the, uh, this is from Kirk who says, uh, give me a break. People that think that Jordan love is ready to go. It's going to be at least a year or two before he even becomes a polished quarterback, not playing at all. Doesn't mean you're ready to go. It means you've only absorbed things off of film and you made a couple of looks when you've had some opportunities. He looked terrible in the Kansas city game and in the Detroit half last year, he looked okay against the Eagles against a soft defense. Yet people are drinking the Kool-Aid because Jordan love is going to be the next coming. I'm here to tell you, Kirk. He's not, or that's at least Kirk saying that. I mean, I'm here to tell you he's not. Uh, and that's from Kirk. Kirk, appreciate the email. Appreciate it. Um, this one is from Rick who says, Bill, this is never going to happen, but Aaron Rodgers to the 49ers for George Kittle and Debo Samuel. Just a thought. Also regarding the tight ends, Kelsey for Kansas City just uh, roams down the middle of the field, and Mahomes finds him every time. Nothing fancy. The Packers could use a good tight end like KC does. Big Bob would be fine if they actually threw it to him that way. I'm assuming he's headed elsewhere like MVS, who is now going to a Super Bowl. Question, might the Packers wide receivers be running too complicated of routes compared to other teams? Also, it cannot be everyone out for a bomb on every play. I hope the coaches get some sense from watching the other teams slice and dice their way up the field with surgical plays throughout the postseason. That is from Rick. Rick, appreciate the email. Um... First of all, your uh, thought of Rodgers for George Kittle and Debo Samuel would be a great big no. Uh, <laughs> no it's not happening. Um, 
first of all, you're not going to trade away your weapons just to get a quarterback and go, where are my weapons? So um, you most likely it's draft choices if indeed that would ever happen. And it would have to take more from an NFC team to get them than it would be from an AFC team to get them. So that's one thing. Uh, on the other hand, when you talk about the complicated routes, I don't know about it being the complicated route. I think it's the the unwritten rules that go along with understanding the thought process of Aaron Rodgers for the complicated route. You have a route tree to run. You know, inside, outside leverage, backpedal, you know, cushion, stick and dig, whatever it happens to be. Okay, that that itself is is, you know, that goes all the way back to playing high school football. Okay. Um but it's the little nuances that we've we've come to understand. The, the tugging of the jersey, the the look to the right first, the uh you know, the tapping of the helmet, the you know, wiping of the hands on the towel. I mean it's it's the little things that guys have to look for that will tell you this is what we're doing. You know? So maybe that can become too complicated. Maybe that's where you know, last year when they talked about simplifying things, maybe that's what they needed to do. It seemed like there were times that there were simple routes and simple guys open. It's just it it, it, it he didn't throw it to them or anticipated them doing something else that they didn't do. It was just, you know, it's kind of like a, a college professor walking in and expecting you to know college calculus when you're just, you know, you're coming out of second grade long division, you know. Fourth grade, long division, whatever. Um, it just you're he's playing on a different level because there's an expectation there, not realizing you don't have that matrix knowledge, and maybe that gap, if indeed he comes back, maybe that gap closes this year. You did see Christian Watson give you the flash. You did see Romeo Dobbs give you the flash. You know, Samari Torre had a couple of catches this season, but uh, I still believe you need a veteran or two. You know, if you bring back Cobb, I think Cobb's a great locker room guy, a great study guy, a great question guy, uh, confidant for Rodgers. I think there's a comfort level there, and you can get him for a lot less money. But you also need another guy. You need another wide receiver, you know. Um, so, and it, you know, again, I, I you know, we can argue – uh, until we're both blue in the face about what you want and what you think should happen. Um, I'm just telling you, I think this is what I think. Now, with all the talk of trades, does it become more likely? I've said 60-40, he's back with the Packers. Maybe 70-30. But there's a lot of smoke blowing right now as general managers and scouts and such get together at the, the senior bowls and things like that, and they all whisper, they all talk, they all have opinions. But until something's actually done, eh, you know. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But I do believe that uh, I I just have this feeling, uh, you know, that this is going to be a much better year for Aaron Rodgers. And we don't know to what extent the thumb hampered him. We don't know to what extent the knee injury hampered him. Um, the shuffling. You can look at a lot of things, and they're, they're real. That's just it. They're real. It's all real. There was shuffling on the offensive line. It did take a while for Elton Jenkins to come back. The shuffling with David Bakhtiari and then him going down with the appendicitis and movement on the offensive line, the familiarity there with moving guys around and bringing in a rookie and Zach Tom playing numerous positions. And all that has an effect. It all does. 
And then Robert Tanyan coming off of an ACL and not being himself and not, not you know, being utilized first and foremost and really not getting as open as he has in the past and not having that, that burst of speed and or that leaping ability that we've seen. So, you know, to be able to go up and get a ball in the red zone. So all of that, I think, plays into it. And then losing a couple of key components. Stokes did not get off to a good start this year and then ultimately went down with the ankle injury and Rashawn Gary with a knee injury. And Devondre Campbell was down in the middle of the season, thus leaving a rookie to be your signal caller. You know, Angabari coming off as a rookie, coming off the edge to be a helpful pass rusher. I, I think there were some legitimate things that happened. I don't think this team's that far away. Let me say that. And when people ask me that, I don't think they're that far away. Because you're... You're never, you know, unless you're in a complete rebuild and you're tearing it down and you're building it back up, you're never far away in the NFL. You just got to get better. You just got to get better. 877-867-1670. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Louie listening to us in Eau Claire. Louie, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? I'm doing well, Unit. Thanks for taking my call. You um, bet. Yeah, it's kind of your last point there. Like you said, nobody's ever really that far away in the NFL if you hit some draft picks and that sort of thing. Um, you know, to be honest, I'm a little bit agnostic as to whether the Rodgers is a starter next year because I don't think they have a you know a championship roster. You, know, you were kind of referencing the 2010 championship team before, and mm-hmm. they had they had so many players. You know, and the guys like Jennings and Nelson and all that that were in their prime. But there's they had so much depth. Guys like, uh, you know, Nick Collins and Des Bishop and a guy like Cullen Jenkins. Those are the guys that I see missing from this roster. Instead of a Cullen yep. Jenkins, we have a, a Dean Lowry. Or instead of a, a Nick Collins, we have a Darnell Savage who hasn't really ever panned out. To me, that's the difference between those teams. And as good as Rodgers has been, you know, he's obviously on the downside now. He's not able to overcome that. And I don't really know if there is anybody who couldn't. Well, I would agree. I 100% agree. And when you look, uh, you know, go back to when Dom Caper said he needed a really stout center. Well, they had two of them on on that defense. He also had uh, an outside pass rush in Clay Matthews. He had a stable inside signal caller in A.J. Hawk. He had a really good good safety in Nick Collins, and then he had a really good cover corner in in Defensive Player of the Year in Charles Woodson. I mean, that team in, in those positions was stacked. They were stacked. Can you say that Preston Smith is comparable to Clay Matthews? Devondre Campbell? Yeah, he's probably as good, if not better, than A.J. Hawk. Your center position? Pretty good with with Kenny Clark, but he needs some help. I agree with you with Dean Lowry and company. And then as far as your safety position goes, does anybody compare to Nick Collins? I think Savage, who got kind of benched earlier in the season, came back and played pretty well at the end of the year. So maybe he's going to pick up his game. Maybe he goes back to what he was a couple of years ago when he was uh, good in coverage, a good hitter, a nice run stuffer as well when needed when he needed to be, you know? But do you have – is Jair anywhere near as good as, as Charles Woodson? Hell no. Hell no. I like Jair's brashness, and I like the fact that he is trying to bait – quarterbacks into throwing the football because he does it charles woodson used to do it but he had another instinct and he was a pass catcher he was in an intercept you got it near him he was like Deion sanders man the ball was going into his gut he was going to pull it down and take it jair's not the same cat 
He'll give you one or two every now and then, but he's not going to give it on a consistent basis. He's not a guy that you definitely need to avoid. You know? And then on the other side of the football, they had, or on the other side of the field, they had Tremont Williams and Sam Shields. They had a ton of speed, and Tremont Williams really excelled. And he also became a guy with good hands. Can Stokes become that guy opposite Jair? You know, with Rasul Douglas and company in the mix? It's just, you know. It's it just, you know, it is what it is. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. Hey, uh, our friend Scott Ellis, when I bought my house and refinanced my house, uh, Scott was there for me, man. He was the guy that got it done. He was the He was the financial guy. And I cannot recommend them enough. 414-791-7771. The interest rates are about to go up again and then again. They're talking these things could go up as much as 9%. So if you're, first of all, if you're going to buy, do it now. And he also has what's called the 2-1 buy-down. If you'd like to get in on the 4.5% and you want to know more about it, you've got to call him. Because if you're going to buy a house, you're thinking about buying a house, but you're going, man, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this because the interest rates are going to be close to 9% in the next four to six months call him call just call him he, he'll walk you through it 414-791-7771 he's a great guy homeside financial right here in the state of wisconsin he he gets it done and he and again he's always available and he, he'll advise you the best he'll advise you the best 414-791-7771 414-791-7771 write it down say if i'm thinking about buying a house if i'm thinking about refinancing getting some equity out of my home this is the guy to call, 100%, 414-791-7771, That's our guy, uh, Scott, Scott Ellis and the Scott Ellis team. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage MotoFest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com. Something good going on either place. Sloppy Joe's and Hubertus on Hubertus. Great breakfasts on Sunday morning. If you're going to watch some of the Pro Bowl festivities this weekend, go out on Saturday, get yourself a Bloody Mary, enjoy the weekend there. Head over to Smoke on the Water, where Chef Jerry Garcia, always uh, making up something good, man. Always making up something good. Just follow him over on uh, Facebook, and they're always posting pictures and such of stuff that they're making up. Always good stuff over there. So uh, either place, you can't go wrong. That's our friends out there at Smoke on the Water, which is on Okachi Lake. Or uh, you can also check out um, uh, Sloppy Joe's, and that is on Hubertus, in Hubertus, just uh, east of Holy Hill. And that's a fantastic place to go as well. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. That's the way to get a hold of us. Otherwise, hit us on Twitter, hit us email, Facebook fan page. Uh, you can always get us uh, via uh, the Bud Light live stream. Um, so I did not read it and I've not seen it yet, but, um, so if I'm mistaken or if this is untrue, let me know. But Dennis 
says, in today's article, Rob Domofsky shared that Jerry uh, Gray uh, was against Joe Barry's defensive scheme and had started uh, doing his own thing with the defensive backs. I believe the fact that exposes Joe Barry and Matt LaFleur as somewhat weak and incompetent leaders. Barry had to know Gray went rogue and did nothing. And again, you got some of this uh, from some of the guys in the locker room. You kind of heard this is what I was talking about. Uh, kind of went rogue. Barry had to know Gary went rogue and did nothing to stop him. Either LaFleur knew about it and was too weak to hold Gray and Barry accountable, or he's just incompetent as a head coach and he knew nothing about it. Either excuse is inexcusable. Um, he goes on to talk about uh, the incompetence of the coaching staff and such. Um, I, Gray, when he was with the Packers as a secondary coach, you know, he was part of the passing game coordinator and such the past couple of seasons. And obviously, you know, Jair Alexander at one point excelled. This year, you know, it, it, that whole defense seemed to regress. Uh, guys, secondary guys, there were whispers that, man, this is, you know, I wish they just let us play, let us do our thing. They're, they're holding us back, and guys weren't buying in. Um, I no, I get it. Um, one hundred percent, I understand. I and we've talked about this. You know, we we've talked about this uh, in you know on many different occasions. So I, I completely understand where you're coming from. By the way, Ben Kenny, now you put uh, the poll out right about whether or not uh, they're going to go to the postseason with or without Aaron Rodgers. Correct? I did. Yes. At Ben Z. Kenny on Twitter, about 430 votes in right now. It is 53% say yes, they would make the playoffs next season with Jordan Love. 47% say no. Okay. And there's a lot Which, of a lot of response of it's about the roster and it, all right. that's true. I guess what I would well, say... Here's, my, here's a question. If, if you put, if you just remove Aaron Rodgers this year and insert Jordan Love, is this team in the postseason? I think they could be. Frankly, I think it's somewhat of a 40-60, close to a 50-50 proposition. Like, think about how much, like, the Giants made the playoffs this year. The Seahawks did. I think about Mm -hmm. how much had to go wrong for this Packers team to miss it. I would expect all of that wouldn't go wrong again. But, but, But on the other hand, you can say, for as bad as they were, they all they had to do was win. All they had to do was win one more game, and they're in. Pick any one of those games that they lost, and they're in. Because everything broke their way. They were one of the luckiest teams in the NFL. They weren't overly banged up either coming into the end of the season. So, Because I kept saying, if they would have gotten in, who knows, man? Because they would be one of the hotter teams in baseball. They would be healthy at that point in time for the most part. So all of that goes into it. So would this team be in the postseason had Jordan Love been the quarterback as opposed to Aaron Rodgers? Oh, you're talking about last year. This past season, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't argue yes because of how much is at play in terms of leadership and in the locker room, but I do think when you go back through last season, there were a couple games that Jordan Love could not have won. That that Aaron Rodgers, you know, like Dallas, mm-hmm. like, like right. Jordan Love's not winning that game. However, I do think there were some of the losses that I, Jordan Love could have easily won, like at Detroit with the three goal line interceptions and, and all the turnovers right. there. Where towards the end of the year, that winning streak. As we've talked about, they started with the ball in such great field position on many drives. The defense balled out with like four turnovers against the Dolphins. So I think it's a lot closer last year than people maybe think. But going into Mm -hmm. next year, like they have a better shot with Rodgers, I think. But 
we're talking about making the playoffs. I think the difference is with Love, can they become a seven seed? With Rodgers, the question is, can they win a Super Bowl? So the standard right. is so different. Yeah, I um, correct. Um, I think I think this is my opinion. If you bring Jordan Love in, in the middle of the season, say to play against Detroit in Detroit, you got a good shot at winning that game. Detroit wasn't that good at the at the time. That was kind of their launching point because Detroit was foundering. And then they beat the Packers, and then they went on the roll. I think Jordan Love, uh, Aaron Rodgers with the bad thumb, it was clearly evident, throwing the three red zone picks. Uh, I, I think Jordan Love could have won that game. Now, can Jordan Love do it on a sustainable factor all season long? I don't think so. I don't think so. Not when they're game planning for him. I think he runs the offense as it is. I think he does have some scramble capability. Uh, but I don't think they they necessarily win – you know, 10 out of 17 for a full season under Jordan Love. I just don't see that. But could he have won one game? Sure he could have. And that might have been the difference in the season. And But but I'll tell you this, and th- I keep going back to this. If the Packers, if the Brass said, rest the thumb, we'll give Jordan Love an opportunity here, just rest the thumb because we need you down the stretch to play better. If they believed Jordan Love was capable of going in and getting a win when they needed it, they really needed it They because the Packers were also kind of foundering. They really needed it. If they believed he gave them the best chance to win over a quarterback with a broken thumb, they would have made the move, and they didn't. And that speaks volumes about the thought when it comes to Jordan Love. Maybe technically as a quarterback he might be there, but as the ability to lead and win – I think they still question it. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get the Road America app. You can listen live to the Trackwide PA broadcast with real-time updates on the races, driver interviews, sponsor details, and so much more. The app also allows you to watch live cams of popular locations all around the track. Go to roadamerica.com. Now, here's Mike Clemens. In the NFL, the Eagles and Chiefs held workouts to begin installing the game plan for Super Bowl 57. The Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites. Patrick Mahomes says that's okay. The Chiefs are used to being the underdog. I mean, uh, we think we've built up enough respect uh, to have a chance to go out and win every game. So uh, whenever you feel like you're the underdog, it gets guys ready to go. Eagles running back Miles Sanders says Philly figured out what the 49ers defense was trying to do. Sanders scored two touchdowns against San Francisco. I just like how we won against a team that, that claims that they're physical and, you know, got a lot of players on, us, on the same side. You know, we, pretty, we match up pretty well. And the way we won, uh, it's very satisfying. And tributes are coming in for Tom Brady, who for years says he wanted to play until he was 45. And now that time has come. Former teammate Teddy Bruschi was on ESPN. I should have known because of all the conversations I've had with Tom. And he's like, Teddy B, 45. 45. He wasn't the betrothed one, the number one overall pick that everyone looked to and like, you're the answer, you're the savior. He was, you know, everybody knows the 199th pick and that immediately made him relatable to everyone on the team. All the way to being the person that looked to to set the standard. In between all of that, he had a comeback where he had the torn ACL. He switched teams to go somewhere else to prove he could do it outside of New England, and he did it there also. I don't know what you could ask from a career. It was the perfect career, and it's 
you know, just congratulations to my friend. We'll have updates on Super Bowl 57 all next week from Phoenix. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michaels Show. Um, Ian Rappaport. One of the NFL insiders, uh, he was on the Pat McAfee show today, and he said that if Aaron Rodgers wants to go back to Green Bay, he's going to go back to Green Bay. He said, my educated guess is that if Aaron Rodgers wants to go back to Green Bay, that's where he'll be playing, back in Green Bay. You'll hear it coming up here in just a few, but which is what I've been saying all along. If Rodgers just, if you look around and you say, you know, I've got a year, maybe, maybe two in me at best. And I don't want to go. He's already said, I don't want to play till I'm 45, like Tom or anything like that. He said, "Eh, you know, into my forties. So maybe this is it. And he says, let's try it one more time. And he wants to come back. He's coming back. I just believe for all the logic and you and I have sat here and talked about logically what makes the most sense, right? For this, you know, for, for this franchise and to move forward and money and cap and all, you know, we can talk about all that. But there is a pull of the heart and there's a pull of legacy and you can't measure it. And I'm telling you, I just, I've said it from the beginning. And I've kind of been talked off that ledge a little bit. But I've always felt that Rodgers was going to be with the Packers. If I had to... To, to put a little money down. I wouldn't put my house down, but I'd put some money down that, it, you know, come training camp this year, the guy that's taking the, sta- the the number one snaps with the starters is probably going to be Aaron Rodgers. I just believe that. With all the conjecture and all the speculation and all the discussion, I just, I believe that Rodgers will be back in Green Bay. Is it the best thing for the franchise? Maybe not. You know, it might be horrible, might end horrifically. And and all the people that are the naysayers will be finger pointers and say, I told you so. And that's fine. But I'm just telling you what's right and what will happen probably are two different things. You know, Adam says you got to treat it like a business. Adam, it's just it. In this particular case, it's not. It's not. If it was a business, they would have they would have dumped this uh, a year ago. They wouldn't have given them complete control of that contract. Think about it. Why would you, if you're Brian Gutekunst and you're Russ Ball and you're Mark Murphy, for everybody that we've talked to, from people that do this for a living, you you read stuff like Ken Ingles. On Twitter, who breaks down caps? We had Andrew Brandt on, who talks about caps. Who's been there, done that? as an agent, and then as the kind of capologist, if you will, for the Green Bay Packers, they all look at this and went, it's unbelievably complicated, and it's unbelievably in favor of Aaron Rodgers. So if you didn't have that heartfelt oomph, why would you sign that deal? Why? Nobody can give me a good answer on that. He had you over in a, uh, over a barrel, but if you believed Jordan Love was a real deal, you'd have moved on. You would have made it easy, just like you moved on from Favre. 
because you knew Rodgers was right there. You knew he was a real deal. Right? So we'll see. But that's what Ian Rappaport had to say. You'll hear that coming up after the, the top of the hour. Hey, a reminder, tomorrow, do some lunch with us. Come on out tomorrow night. Or come on out tomorrow afternoon, I should say. Uh, we're going to be at Stoley's Hog Alley. And it's right off of 94, uh, just before you get to Oconomowoc if you're going west, just before you get to Delafield if you're going east. <laughs> it's right in between. So come on out and hang out with us tomorrow. Uh, the doors open up at 11. Uh, lunch is then served. You can get some beverages. Uh, Bud Light is our sponsor. Going to be some Bud Light specials and such going on out there. But come on out. Stoley's Hog Alley tomorrow. From uh, We're going to be on the air out there 10 to 2, but from 11 to 2, the doors will be open. Come on out and have some lunch. Going to do a nice uh, send-off preview, so to speak, as we get ready to head off to uh, Super Bowl. We're going to be leaving not long after that. So uh, hang in there. Also, we've got a collection of bat crap crazy stories coming up. So stay tuned for the fun and frivolity that's going to be the last hour of the program. Bill Michaels Show, brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the joint. Call them for, from anywhere in the country. 414-455-4451. The Yellow One Weight Loss Program. Fantastic. And if you're looking for better energy, better mood, better stability and such, right up here in the old brain box, get a hold of our friends over there at New Mail Medical. 414-455-4451. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show. It's coming up right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. Road America is your national park of speed. The SVRA Vintage, Moto America Superbikes, Vintage Moto Fest, the NTT IndyCar Weekend, SCCA Junior Sprints, the Trans Am Speed Tour, IMSA, and more. It's racing at its best. Go to roadamerica.com.